Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember, I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, just Jason's mask. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? I have my awesome guest back with me again, Ibrahim. Man, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. Um, good to talk to you again. Yeah, it's this is gonna be another fun one, guys. And today we are doing the movie like we were supposed to be doing last time, the ritual. And uh, I watched it today for the first time. So my breakdown of as far as remembering the movie is not gonna be as well as Ibrahim's because I know he's seen it quite a few times more than I have. But I will say this. I'm going to jump right into it. Like the way the movie started, you got a group of guys, they're hanging out, they're at a bar. When they leave the, now I'm going to be skipping over some things. You can go into much detail as you want to, but mm-hmm. when they leave the bar and go to the uh, the liquor store. What transpired in the liquor store when, the, you know, the robbery and when the one friend got killed with the machete, that threw me off. I was not expecting that. Mm. I, I would expect yeah. that, honestly from like a gangster movie. You know what I mean? More so a gangster movie, and this is not even trying to be funny, but a gangster movie with like a Latin gang. Mm. And this is definitely, obviously this wasn't that. Yeah. I seen that, I was just like, I was watching that, I was like, oh shit. I was like, I was not, I was Yeah. Or like, imagine like a revenge movie, right? Like, uh, like Death, what was it, Death Wish or whatever? Like those kind of movies, like the movies where like the guy's friend or the guy's, you know, wife or or kid gets killed and then he's just like i gotta get revenge on this guy yeah it's it's a very brutal it's very brutal and kind of you don't expect it you know it's a very strong opening for sure because it tells us a lot about the main character right like this guy i think it's luke is the main character and you know he he basically the thing too is like he basically kind of lets his friend get killed and he hides yes now before we get any further (laughs) I think you know what I'm going to ask you. And I'll answer the question right after you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What do you do in that situation? Because he's in the liquor store. He has the he has the one bottle of vodka in his hand. And he has it like he's going to do something. But he just yeah. throws. What do you do in that situation as... What's his name? Luke. I think Luke was his name. He's the main character, yeah. Uh, what would I do? So, I think... It, you know, it's it's hard to know, really. I've never been in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that came to my mind, I think I was one time I was, I was like at a Toys R Us, like back in the day when those kind of existed, <laughs> like this was like, this is like 20 years ago. And I was just like looking at some video games and there was this guy next to me and he just like starts shoving stuff down his shirt. And I basically just didn't say anything. And then the guy ran out of the, I thought they were going to catch him to be honest, but he stole a bunch of stuff and i was like okay um that's not really the equivalent because that wasn't like a violent crime going on but i i thought i literally in that situation i thought the dude was gonna get caught so i didn't say anything um but yeah i don't, I don't know because this one's kind of interesting because he's it's like a 50 50 right it's like he could either hide or he could sort of attack them um 
Yeah, I, I, I think if I was in his situation, I would have tried to like grab my friend and do something. Maybe that would have sucked me into the conflict. But yeah, that would be my, I would try to help my friend and get him to safety or something, or at least, you know, uh, help him. And if that turned into a fight, I guess I would have fought him. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you though, man. Cause it's from what I got from that, I know there was three guys, right? Only one of them had a weapon, it seemed. From what we've seen, only one of them had a weapon, which is a machete. Which, I mean, yes, you have your two friends out there, but I think I would have done the same thing as you. Somehow caused a commotion because there's a lot of fucking glass bottles in there. You smash them bottles, try to, th- I mean, it's harder, easier said than done. But it's like, go down, you know, help your friend out, whatever you can do. Throw some bottles at the people. That'll, that right there will distract them. If you can throw a bottle, just crack them. If it breaks or not, that's going to be a distraction. Breaking the bottles. And then the commotion with, from your friends outside should cause something. Because you had three friends outside. Yeah, three. Mm-hmm. Three friends outside and you two inside. And I know people, what you're thinking, yes, it's a movie. Movies have to movie. But we're talking, we're going to put ourselves in certain situations. And I just feel like with that, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's, it's, you, I feel like you have to kind of try to do something just because it's like you, I couldn't sit there and see one of my friends anybody that I care about getting murdered. So it's like, I have to throw the bottle, put myself at risk and we're going to go, we're either going to fight back to back or we're going to go out together one or the other. But I do feel if he would have did something, he could have possibly prevented his friend from getting killed. Yeah. Possibly. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent, but possibly. Because again, I'm, I'm assuming that the other two guys didn't have a weapon. That's one. And two, they didn't want to do it. Like, he was telling the other guy to do it. The one guy was telling the other guy to do it, and then it just happened. I feel like he took mm-hmm. the money from the other guy, which means only one person had a weapon, which was probably to scare the the people in there. And, uh, yeah, I'm fighting. And then you go from that scene pretty much to them hiking, mm-hmm. which I guess because that's what the one friend wanted to do. He wanted to go on that hike. He wanted to go on that hike, yeah. And, and the other thing we should say, too, is like the reason why the friend got killed is that he wouldn't give up his wedding ring. He wanted to keep his wedding ring. The guy was like, give me your wedding. He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then they killed him over that. Like, it's it's just brutal on so many levels, right? But I'll, I'll say this, though, man. I will say this. Being a married man, I get where he's coming from because it's like, imagine trying to go home to your wife, but she's like, where's your ring at? And you're like, I got robbed and someone stole it. That's not going to sound very believable. I mean, I'm not saying it's not because you're going home without your wallet, without anything. But you know what I mean? You just went out with the guys drinking and now yeah. while it's gone. Yeah. So like, and I'm I'm not I'm not knocking him for it because I get where I get hundred percent where he's coming from. But I do feel like I mean going back to the friend, the friend has to jump in. But maybe in a situation like that where it's like, okay, it's my ring or my life, life, like really gonna die. I might just have to do this and sa- take that sacrifice. But I'll tell you, say it now. If you make that sacrifice and you take your ring off, say the people leave you alone, I'm gonna go question my friend. Like, yo, what the fuck? Right? Like, what, dude? <laughs> dude, you just left me out here to die, right? Like, straight up to die. <laughs> and then my, my next thing is like, I know it's not important. That I mean, besides the friend getting killed, that was the important part of that scene, and the mm-hmm. one friend not sticking up for him because you kind of see how type of person he was. In my mind, I'm like, okay, so how did these guys escape? Did they go out the front? They just run out the front. That's one. And then two, like what happened 
where the police call. Like I, I know it's not it's not important for this movie. It would be if it was like a cop movie or whatever, it would be very important. But for this, I'm just like, what happened with these guys? Because that's the last you see of them. Yes. And I was also thinking if this could be because you're this could this is just a quick thought. Because you're thinking of a revenge type of thing. If somehow he lured those people to that hike, maybe saying there's <laughs> some, not treasure, but some sort of like <laughs> something that's worth a lot of money, and it's in this cabin. I can show you guys how to get there. That would have been a crazy twist. A that would have been a crazy movie. <laughs> but just because just you threw the revenge thing out, I'm like, yeah, if that's how they would could have made it a revenge type of movie. But like, yeah. said, they go on that hike, mm-hmm. which mountain climbing pretty much, and <laughs> shit. This see this movie like. Besides that scene, this movie took a not a long time to pick up. It was like a slow burn, then that scene, then kind of a slow burn, but not in a bad way because it was, it was four friends, well five friends first, and then four friends, mm-hmm. kind of just bullshit. Four guy guy friends together are hilarious in any type of movie, any type of setting. I don't get yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get you kind of that's one thing I did like about this movie with the acting. It was it really had some really good acting, and the bond between the friends was good. Like. They had, you know, talking shit about each other. All that stuff that guys do. And I like that. I really did like that about the movie. And, like, the shortcut, which I'll let you speak in a second, too, about this. The shortcut in horror movies is always the worst fucking thing you can do. Yeah. And it's always through the woods. Like, yo. Yeah. Shortcut through the woods. No, let's just keep going. Let's just go the way we came. Yeah. Famous last words. Let's just go through the woods. Because <laughs> it'll save on time and it never saves on time. No. No. Like the guy said that if they took the one, the way they came would be 14 hours. Mm-hmm. I said if they took through the woods, it would be half that time. They were there for a couple days. They were, yes. It's like three days in the woods. <laughs> And the nights are really wild for them. That's when it picks up. That's when it. Yeah, the the nights are wild. Um, yeah, I I think so. So like we should. This is it's sort of kind of important for like what ends up happening later on. Uh, but they're in Sweden. So the guy who died, Robert, he wanted to go to Sweden because the hike's supposed to be really beautiful, and the hike that they take to commemorate his life takes place six months later and they then leave all these, they leave like a photo for him and they sort of do, they like pour one out for him. Mm-hmm. They all take a drink uh, once they reach a certain summit. Um, really quick. Before mm-hmm. you go on, that's the blackest thing right there. <laughs> they literally pour one out for him. <laughs> they each took a sip of it. They just poured it out. If that would have been a 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a hell of black thing to do. <laughs> and I don't understand why. Like, I mean, I get it because your friend likes to drink this, that, and the third. But I'm like, there's that's just a waste of alcohol. That shit is not yeah. cheap. Pour some water out. <laughs> right? Yeah, pour out the water. You drink the forty. Yeah. <laughs> but they were just like the one dude was just hanging it, holding it upside down, and then I believe they left a flask there. I think they left a picture of the flask. Mm-hmm. And something else. Yeah, they all look kind of like left a token of the guy, yeah. pretty much, Robert. Um, yeah, and yeah, the, all that stuff was like, you know, again, this is like you were saying, they're they're doing the character building, creating the relationship, making us understand like what what this whole trip is about for them. 
Um, and then basically we get into the trouble of the movie, right? So they take the shortcut. The guy, Dom, he hurts himself walking. So now he's... That, no, bro, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's actually before the shortcut. Because remember, there, that's yeah. why they took it. It's because he... Yeah, yeah. Hurt his yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he hurts himself, and then they're yeah they're like okay, we got to take the shortcut to to save time because we can't be dragging him along. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then the first thing that we see, like the first bad omen, we see like a bear strung up on a tree, completely gutted. And they're just like, whoa, this is kind of weird, because it's freshly gutted. It's not you know, I mean, the, to find that in and of itself is pretty strange. Mm-hmm. But then to see, like, it just happened, it's like, okay, who or what is out here doing this to a freaking bear, you know? <laughs> it's not like a deer. It's not like a elk. It's not like some kind of... Not, not even, though, but because you could say it's not like a deer or an elk, but it's like, if it's a deer or an elk or any of those animals, who the hell is strong enough to hang it up like that and have yeah. it open? Because it was like, and the blood is still fresh. Like, the blood is still dripping, like you're saying. It's still fresh. Me? I'm like, you know what? On second thought, guys... Yeah, 14 hours. I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going back. Because <laughs> they were like, they were like, this is crazy. It's still fresh. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was funny. Yeah. They just don't, you know, that's another typical horror thing, right? Where it's like, oh, this is really strange. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, yeah. And then later they find like these runic symbols on like the trees and stuff like carved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, more bad signs, but they're just like, yeah, whatever, we'll we'll keep going. Um, and then the really cool part, right, is that they get to the cabin, and then they and it's like raining or whatever, and it's at night, so they decide they're gonna stay in this cabin. Uh, and then this cabin is like super creepy, right? They one the one guy goes upstairs by himself, and there's an effigy. There's like this weird effigy of this guy like this um, up in the the top room and he freaks out <laughs> it's like the stick man or something yeah. um he's like bro like i don't like this at all <laughs> and the, the funny thing was that was the brown guy that went up there yeah and had i don't know what his nationality was so i'm gonna call him the brown guy people if you're offended by that i really don't care <laughs> yeah he's like pakistani or something like like he's they're all british they're all british oh, these okay. are all british actors but yeah he's probably so that probably would make him like a pakistani uh but yeah he goes up there. He's not feeling it, which he shouldn't be because we're going to get into that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but again, real quick with the horror stuff, it's breaking the rules because it's like you're in the woods. You're in the middle of nowhere. You see a cabin. You just walk right in. That's not what you're supposed to do in those situations. You're supposed to keep going. Or again, I mean, I understand it was raining out. It was dark out. So I get that, but I mean, again, that fourteen hours. Yeah, bad after all, man. You would have got stuck in the rain. You could have built your tent up and shit for the night. Mm-hmm. Do seven, get up, do another seven, or just don't fucking hike at all. This, this, I know, right here. I mean, again, we're gonna get into this movie. I gotta get my jokes off, people. This movie right here is another reason why I don't hike because stuff like this happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this video. Um, this video went viral maybe about a month ago of this guy, he was hiking and uh, this, this, um, uh, it was a mountain lion. Mm-hmm. It was a mother mountain lion. I don't know if you saw that. It just went after him for like, 
he recorded the whole thing. It was like four, four minutes of this thing just like stalking him on a trail uh, because he went after its cubs or whatever. And close to it. They were protecting me. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'm not <laughs> recording that. I'm going to get out of there as best if I'm in this stupid situation because I wouldn't be. And I'm probably going to shit myself. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, that that's scary. Um, I've I've done like so. I I used to work for uh, like Amazon doing deliveries, mm-hmm. and you encounter dogs that kind of do something similar to that to you, where they just like they'll accost you, and if you turn around, they'll attack you more. So you have to you have to be facing them and back up, which is what the guy was doing, and that's because you can't like full sprint. Oh, hell no. Back Right? <laughs> so you're going slower, but you're looking at this thing in the eye so it won't attack you. And it's really kind of off-putting. Um, yeah, and just like being attacked by a dog, which is a domesticated animal, which is not trying to hurt humans, is scary. A freaking mountain lion, which it, it could just try and kill you. It could just try to just kill you. Like, I couldn't imagine that. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I'm not trying to hike. Or anything like that. It's just, it's, it's, there's too many weird things that can happen to you. There is. I'd rather deal with a person than a wild, I'd rather deal with a crazy person than a wild animal, I believe. Because a wild animal, we can't do shit against a wild animal without weapons. A person, stick them in the dick. (laughs) Yeah, you can go dirty. You know? Exactly what I'd be doing. Like, if I really felt threatened or somebody was trying to attack me and I knew I couldn't take him, say he's a big, muscly dude, he's on whatever, stick him in the dick. It's going to hurt. And then I'm gonna run. <laughs> yeah, and then they're probably just gonna let you go. Yeah, kick him in the dick, maybe kick him a few times, and and that that's a dirty, dirty move. But if it's something where it's you or them, square right in the balls a couple times. If you have to, just bop, bop, double kick. <laughs> Take them out. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully I'm wearing my steel toe boots because that might pop something. And <laughs> yeah, they they would be in so much pain, which. I don't know how we got into this conversation, but they'd be in so much pain. I feel like they forget who you are <laughs> and just be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not even going to mess with this person anymore, whoever that was. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> but yeah, like, like you were saying, though, they get into this cabin and then would you say that thing was called that was up in the attic? Or up in- yeah. An effigy. So it's like a, 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 a representation of like a person or a human. Yeah. The effigy thing, and like you said, the guy was up there. He was kind of scared. Well, not kind of. He was terrified of it. (laughs) Yes. And his friends come upstairs because they hear him screaming. They all see it. I remember the one guy says he's gonna. um, I know one. One of them mentions if I hear footsteps up here, I'm leaving. Yeah. The other guy says I'm going downstairs to start the fire and all that. So you know, throws them downstairs, sitting by the fire, kind of chit chatting. They go to. They lay down. They go to sleep, and then this is really when the movie starts to pick up. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is when it starts to pick up. And this is when it really, like, I was trying to see it really quick, too, before, again, and then I want you to take this part. I, so today I was working over. I told you I was going to be working a lot of overtime. And today I started at 6. I worked from 6 to 12 this morning. 6 this morning to 12 this afternoon. Started the movie around, like, 1 o'clock. And there was parts of the movie. It wasn't because I was bored. It's because I was tired. I was, like, dozing so my wife would kick me. <laughs> she was like, hey. <laughs> so I had to keep, like, switching positions. I'm sitting down on the couch. I had to keep switching positions and stuff. And around this part, I kind of doze. And then, but this is the part where it really, really starts to pick up. Like from here on out, it's like yes. nothing but, I won't say nothing but action, but there's always something going on to where you want to keep your eyes open. You want to pay attention mm-hmm. to your eyes and ears open. 
And that's something I really loved about that. But um, yeah, man. So what do you want? What do you think about this from like from this point on? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, this, especially what they're establishing, what whatever it is, whatever is haunting them, the way that it comes at them, it's it's pretty interesting. It's really interesting and unique. I thought um, because yeah, at this point, Luke has pretty much a nightmare where he's back in the convenience store. Uh, he's sort of seeing things play out again. But it's all, but again, it's like a nightmare. It's like a weird, almost like a Freddy Krueger kind of, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and then he like sees himself outside of the the cabin, and uh, he like looks down at his chest, and there's like something is either engraved in his chest or like he sees spikes go in his chest. Uh, and then he wakes up from the dream, and like this this part was like so interesting because like all of them are having nightmares at the same time everyone in the cabin um, one guy's in the corner writhing uh, another guy was like crying and then they go upstairs and they see the guy Phil he's he's literally bowing in front of the effigy and then he wakes up he's like what the hell is going on real quick though like going back to that part you had the one guy like you said screaming he was calling Gail 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 yeah you don't know who Gail is until later mm-hmm. on in the movie and the other guy pissed on himself. And then the guy upstairs that was effigy. Yeah, the effigy. Mm-hmm. That was like praying to the effigy was naked. Because you see yeah. his clothing on the steps. You, they, they don't show him naked. They just show like his back. And he's mm-hmm. like praying. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, this is so. And the guy, again, the guy they picked, which we're assuming is Pakistani. I'm just going to call him the brown gentleman. Possibly Middle Eastern. But uh, he was the one that was up there. So it seems, I'm not going to say it seems fitting in a sense of like that, but you would pick the brown person for that type. Of... <laughs> 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 Am I wrong? Come on, now. if that was me in the movie, they would choose me to be like, okay, Aaron, look, at this part, we're going to need you to go up here. Yeah. <laughs> and pray to this thing. <laughs> and for you. Because your light skin, they're gonna be confused. Like, all right, so I don't know if you're Middle Eastern, Puerto Rican, or Black, but we're gonna need you to whatever language you speak. <laughs> yeah, you- say say something in another language <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> English guys. Oh yeah, God. yeah. But no, like that. I, and I, I do like how they did that though, because it's it gives it kind of a realism to a sense of just with something like that, whether it's like with uh, what is it called? Just with spiritual type of spirituality type of stuff, but not, not I don't mean necessarily to like a god or anything like to God or anything like that, but I'm just saying it seems more believable when you do it with the Middle Eastern gentleman, the brown gentleman, instead of one of the British guys. So I did like that part about it too. It it gave it more of like a serious tone. Cause I feel like if it was one of the other guys, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a serious tone, but you might not take it as serious watching the movie. You, yeah, you might feel like that's kind of weird. It might weird you out, maybe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's interesting stuff because this is all like like we'll get into this, I guess, once we like talk about the full scope of like what what they walked into, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, there's they're already like telling us there's this weird pagan kind of stuff, and like you know, praying to a, a wooden effigy is a very pagan kind of concept, and yeah, it's some really out there kind of stuff, you know? Um, yeah, you don't see that a lot 
uh but i yeah it's it's and it's like that's some ancient 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 stuff too religiously um that's you know so like there's not a lot of films that go into those type of sort of you know uh cycle like those kind of kind of horrific things so i thought that was cool i agree with you there i agree and i like that whole scene was really really powerful and again the guy yelling gail 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 that was a lot more powerful and scary and heartfelt than the other things and i say that well besides the guy seeing his friend get killed again yeah. And I say that because when you find out who Gale is, which we will get into in a few minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you find out who that is, you're just like, holy shit. This yeah. is nuts. This is fucking nuts. It, it's real. It, it Whatever it is, and we don't know, but we kind of, from this scene, we get the sense that it attacks them at a like their most weak point. It finds their weakness and then it grabs it. And it uses that against them, which is really powerful, right? <laughs> Which, uh, really quick, the guy that pissed on himself, you don't really see... What, what was his weakness? They, uh, what, what was his fear? Because, again... What, yeah, what, I forget. Or something that really touched him. Because we can go with, again, the one gentleman we are discussing with the whole ritual, you know, the praying. Mm-hmm, praying, yeah. I had, I'm sure that had something to do with his character personally. Gail, that had something to do with that gentleman personally. Mm-hmm. And the one guy in the convenience store over and over and over. That obviously has something to do with him. But the other guy, I don't really remember them showing his dream. I remember them, they showed him. So what happened was when the one guy wakes up and he thinks he's in the convenience store and he ends up, he's outside. He goes back in because he hears his friend screaming. The one guy's screaming. He wakes him up. He has piss on himself. The other guy screaming. He's calling for Gail. He's like in the corner calling for Gail. And like, but you, you don't see what, you don't see mm-hmm. that, what he's, who he's mm-hmm. calling. You just hear who he's calling. But the other guy, you just hear him yelling. You don't necessarily, you don't see what he's screaming about, what he's scared of, or what he's really attached to. Which, now that I think about it, that kind of bothers me a little bit because it's like he was like the one guy that had it together, that was like the tough guy, the leader. He knew where the fuck he was doing. The guy, hey, let's take the shortcut. The guy who had the maps and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of held the crew, to, kind of held everything together. And so I'm wondering what his dream was or what his vision was so to speak i know it's maybe it's not that important but at the same time I, even if it was something minuscule or small mm-hmm. i don't know but i just wish they would have showed that just because again they showed everyone else's and yes everyone else's kind of mattered to us to an extent but i feel like his should have been in that as well because when he gets well i'll wait till we get to that part <laughs> i i feel like it, he might have seen how he died that might have been what it was Okay. That's 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 what I think. But yeah, you're right. I I don't. All of the other ones, they it's some kind of personal thing, right? It's a personal fear that they have, <clears throat> or some personal moment mixed with their death and demise, and seeing how they're gonna have a demise. But with him, yeah, I I don't remember exactly what the 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 fear was for him. Yeah, I don't know at all. I don't know at all. But anyways, we get from that. Everybody's awake. Everybody gets dressed. Next day, they get dressed. They're leaving. That's where arguing starts a little bit. When they get outside more, it's um, yeah, I don't remember any of the names. But the guy who fucked up his knee and the main <laughs> guy. 
the dude with the glasses. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I couldn't remember if he had glasses. Yeah, yeah, he, had gla- he did have glasses. <laughs> the nerd who yeah. fucked up his knee. Idiot. <laughs> so they start bickering like he's pretty much just yeah. saying, pretty pretty much he's like, yo, a pussy, why the fuck didn't you help the boy out when he was in there? That's I mean, they argued for a few minutes longer, but that's basically what he was saying. Like, yeah, that's basically what he's saying. Yep. And then the dude punched him in the face. Yeah. He's like, oh, you broke my nose. And, and again, the, the, the every guy, the, the every guy, the, the guy who we think has it together was just like, your nose is not broken. Get up. Come on. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like he was like, somebody needs, he's like, no, somebody needs to say it. Yeah. Because they were thinking it. And I kind of feel like that needed to be said, but this is not the time for it. Like, yo, we just had wild ass dreams. Some wild ass shit just happened. Uh, right. I don't know what the hell happened. We're not on. We're not on any type of psych, you know, psychedelic or. Yeah. We can argue about this shit when we get home. When we get back to London, they're from London, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're from. Like they're definitely from the UK, but I would, I would pin them as London. But yeah, they're 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 from somewhere in the UK. <laughs> when we get back home, we could discuss this. But right now, let's try to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. But I do see why it happened. It kind of brings out the characters more because then the guys, like, because the guys, like, how are you gonna just let your friend die? I would never do that. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. We're not friends anymore. I'm not your friend. And I guess that scene was kind of important because, again, a little later on in the movie, we'll get to it. But um, yeah, we go from that to the guy with the glasses and the fucked up knee was pretty much like. They're they're walking. They're walking. He's like, you know what? Let's just take this path. Fuck this map. Let's just yeah. Go. This, he said paths lead to civilization or something. Or path, you know? Yeah, he did. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, where do you think you are, dude? <laughs> where do you think this for? Like, you're not in the city. It's not like you're right outside the city. Like, oh shit, yo, we can just go down this side street. Yeah. Boom, we're back on the. You know how, like, you have like that main road and there's like yeah. 20 different side streets. You're like, hey, you hit this side street, you go around the corner, <laughs> boom, you're back on the main road. And then you can find out everywhere. This isn't what it was. You're in the woods. <laughs> yeah, you're in the woods, dude. You're you're in the middle of nowhere, and you, they yeah, like you have to know. You, they had one chance, right? Like the minute when they saw the when they saw the uh, the cabin, if they had just gone back and got back to where they were and taken the long way, that that was their out. Yep. Now they're screwed. <laughs> now, now, really quick, do you think? And I know this is throwing it off too much. If they would have stayed, say they did stay in the cabin that night, you know, got dry, which it was smart. They at least hung their clothes up, started the fire, dried their clothes off. So say they get dry, they relax, whatever. Everything happens that happened in the cabin. They leave the cabin. If they would have went back then, would they have survived or did stuff change? I'm sure stuff changed. Uh, You know, I feel like stuff changed. But what I think would have happened was that they would have been attacked. Uh, I think that's that's honestly what I think would have. They would have been attacked. And, and maybe some people would have gotten out, but some people, probably multiple people would have died anyway. Maybe one person would have made it. One more person would have made it, basically. Okay, so pretty much the same outcome. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. It's pretty much the same outcome. Yeah. Um, it's. I think I'm kind of with you on that only because I feel, <clears throat> I think that whole time from, I'll say, Maybe when they seen the bear, but definitely from the cabin on, they were being watched. We don't, we don't have any evidence of that, but I feel like they're being mm-hmm. watched from that whole time. Yeah, 
th- there is one scene like right after they leave where um yeah i think like the the dude who the dude with the glasses is like kind of mad and and then luke is like okay i'm just gonna look try and so he basically luke goes up a hill to see their surroundings he gets to the top of this hill and it's just trees everywhere and he's like we're screwed we are screwed right because they don't know how to get back to where they were they're in the middle of nowhere they just had this freaky dream it's all bad and then he kind of continues on and then he's somewhere and he sees like this thing's hand around a tree and some eyes that's right and, and then the hand moves and then he's you know at this point he's like what right because like now now not only do you have these weird dreams but then there's some thing is out there watching them and he tells them what he saw basically and then they're all just kind of like dude this is bad you know (laughs) they're a little skeptical but they but they also know that what happened last night happened and so it all seems to be coming together uh you know and also when they woke up from the cabin there was a bunch of runes new freshly carved runes like right outside of, on the trees outside of the cabin so all this eerie stuff is happening all the supernatural stuff is happening and it's just you know they know the jig is up right <laughs> something bad's going on yeah you're right you're right man and again that's like this movie from like i said from the cabin scene on it kind of picks up it, it's it's not as slow of a burn, I'll say. It's not like all action packed, but it's it's not as slow of a burn in between from the cabin scene till the end of the movie. And we go from that to them running in the woods. This was after the fight. They ended up setting up camp again in the woods that night, and everybody's dreaming again. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty yeah. much the same stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, so you go out. You see, or you see the what the the main guy again? He's pulling now. Here, I thought he's being an asshole because I thought he was. <laughs> I was wrong though. He was pulling something out of his bag. I thought it was food, right? Which it could have been because it didn't really show what it was. But it was like a bag. I thought he was trying to open it quietly because like he he picks up the bag and it like crinkles, and then you hear a noise and he's just like sitting there for a minute. And I'm like, okay, is he just trying to open up like a bag or whatever the fuck he's trying to eat and just not share it with anybody? Yeah. And then you hear screaming. And of course, he opens his tent. He looks out. He sees the the being. I don't even know what the hell you call it. The creature. And he goes back into his cabin because you see the yeah. cre- remember the creature goes like behind his or not the cabin mm-hmm. goes like behind his tent. Mm-hmm. And then he hears screaming again. So he goes out. You see the uh, the brown guy outside, and he's like screaming and terrified. Then you look over and you see the one guy's tent destroyed. Yeah. And you hear the other guy screaming in his tent. So he opens up his tent. He's like, hey, they got uh, the guy. That I think was- it was Hutch. Hutch was his yeah, name. Yes, they got Hutch. Something they got Hutch. Mm-hmm. Hutch is gone. Or something that has Hutch. And the guy, you know, he comes out of his little dream yelling Gale again. He wakes up. Yeah. And then they go look for him. And just like the they find him finally, just like the bear, they see him kind of hung up. And like his side like ripped open or something the part I didn't like about this is I felt like they could have made that look better. It seemed kind of lazy. Like, not him being hung up in the tree. I thought that was good. But as far as, like, you've seen the bear, like, split open. You've seen the bear, you know what I mean, like, dripping blood. Yeah, you kind of seen him dripping, but it wasn't as devastating as it was with the bear, and I felt like it should have been. 
So they see that, they freak out, they run. I don't know what the hell they do after that. Like, I for, what did they do after that? Did they run back to their tents or they just try to leave? I, yeah, I think that they get they they um they, there's the the creature kills another person I think like shortly after this. He, the, he, I know the brown guy goes next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it. I think the creature takes takes the other guy after this. Luke has another dream. Um, and then they find another cabin. Okay. Yeah, because I was just saying, I know they find another cabin. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, didn't they see the cabin on their walk? Like, should we go in there? They're like, nope, just keep going. I think so, yeah. <laughs> they, like, learned their lesson. <laughs> but I know there was a part in the film, which wasn't too far from when they found Hutch. They see Hutch again, but he's on the ground. And they're like, somebody put him here. Or something put him here. Someone or something put him here. I can't remember. that. This is the part where I don't remember if there's three guys left or two guys left at that part. Because they're like, we should bury him. Like, no, we have to go get out of here and send help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have time to bear. Because I remember the, he said we have to bury him or something. He was grabbing sticks. He was grabbing a bunch of, like, sticks. And I don't know if he put them on the body or what. But you go from there to they find the little village in the forest, I guess you want to call it. I don't know what to, I don't know what to fucking call it. But they find that. And... Of course, they think that that's a great idea to just go there, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they go to this 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 weird pagan civilization out in these woods, and basically they get they get knocked out, uh, tied up, bound by these people, <clears throat> and yeah, they get taken in by it's pretty much a pagan cult in the middle of who knows where in this country, Sweden. Yeah, Sweden, and. They they're worshiping this beast. They're worshiping this thing. <clears throat> and so at this point it's Dom and uh Luke are the only two left. <clears throat> and so then they come in and they they look at the two of them and then they look at um they look at Luke and they see that he has this this marking on his chest. So they leave him alone. And so then Dom is the one they're gonna offer to the beast. <clears throat> I didn't pick that. I was wondering why yeah. it was Dom instead of Luke, and that's because I remember he. I remember the markings on his chest, but that makes plenty of sense. Yeah, he. So pretty much, Luke was chosen. So I think what happens is certain people are chosen to join the cult by the the creature. And I'm wondering if he was chosen because of his him not helping his friend earlier. They're like, you know what? You're someone who's not going to stand up. <laughs> You're right. No, seriously, like if you yeah. you're not gonna stand up to the beast or try to have people go up against this beast, because there's a lot of people there. I'm like all these all the people there could have probably killed the beast. They could have killed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had weapons too. Yeah, yes, they did. They had guns, they had axes, they had all kinds of shit. They just weren't used it. <laughs> yeah. But I feel yeah. like the beast was like in their mind and in their dreams, maybe seeing what they really cared about, see what they would fight for. And then he was like, Let me grab this guy's chest and feel his heart or whatever. Okay, this guy, he's 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 pussy. He's not gonna do anything. Yep. Yep. He's someone he's someone who will worship me and do what I want if I put the fear of death in him. There you go. There you go. He's gonna he's gonna hide in the corner. He's gonna cry. And it makes sense though, because it's like <clears throat> that's what I mean, if you wanna you can call it a cult, the beast of the cult leader, that's what a cult leader would want is a bunch yes. 
weak-minded or mm-hmm. quote-unquote weak-hearted people who are just going to bow to whatever you say, believe whatever you say. Kind of like Trump. <laughs> yeah, you want you want people that'll just do exactly what you what you tell them to do and they won't question and if and they're going to and even if they do question they have so much fear they're not going to do anything. Yeah. They're going to question in their head like, "You know what? What?" <laughs> nothing. Yeah, like nothing. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other thing that was interesting too, so like Dom so like they they do this they do this I guess you could call it a pre-ritual with Dom. Mm-hmm. They basically get him ready to have the, the beast come at night and kill him. But they don't do anything to him yet. And then Dom meets again with Luke and then he basically confesses like, yeah, I saw my I saw my wife Gail. That's what I've been seeing and I, I think I'm going to die here. Yes. Which is pretty powerful stuff, right? Going from that, so now we know why he's mentioning Gail because it's his wife. When they do grab him to sacrifice him, you know, he's talking his shit, fuck, blah, 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 talking his shit. <laughs> and, well, he does, he does, before he goes, he does, he tells Luke, he's like, Luke, do whatever you can do to get away. Then he tell him to burn the place down and just leave. He's like, whatever you need to do, get away, get away and leave. I know I'm going to die here. Just get the fuck out of yeah. here. Which brings you back to the point where they said they weren't friends and all this other bullshit. I feel like that that's why that seems important because it's like, that was just an argument you have with your boy, whatever. I've never had an argument where I said we're not cool anymore. I've had, you know, you have discussions, whatever, with your boys, especially when you're younger. You know, fuck this, blah, blah, blah. But it's never to that extent of that. But at the end of the day, when shit gets real, it's like, yo, I have your back. And I feel like it shows how strong Dom is compared to Luke. Like, listen, I know I'm not going to make it out of here. I know they're going to kill me. I'm going to be a sacrifice, but I want you to survive. I want you to live out. And I, I feel like at, I mean you could look at it as two things right you could look at it as being the friend like listen I'm standing up for you you're my boy they're gonna take me anyway you can also look at it as they're gonna take me anyway but this is the fuck you to you this is just in a sense of like this is what you should have done you should have helped our friend you should have sacrificed yourself to help our friend but me sacrificing myself for you even though we just had a little falling out we we're helping I mean yes they made up they were helping each other the thing mm-hmm. and it's like you're gonna feel bad because I I put my life on the line for you, and you wouldn't do that for our friend. So you're gonna you're gonna not only do you have to live with the fact that our one friend died with you sitting right in there watching it, you got to live with the fact that I put my I mean yeah. I even though he had no control over it, but I'm saying you do this and get away. I'll do you know I'll do what I have to do. You do, what mm-hmm. you have to do to get away, which I mean I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. And powerful. Yeah, that was a really that was a really strong part of the film. Cause like at this point we we haven't really seen the beast or whatever this creature is. We know what it does to people. But we you know, we don't really know we know the effect, right? But we don't know what's causing it. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's you know, we've seen what it like it rips people open. And, and guts people out uh so that's that's crazy to face that type of death and again like we know that it it, it peers in and it finds people's worst fear and then exploits that to to kill them um so yeah like it, it's a really strong moment like he's like yeah i'm going to die i'm going to face this thing but you got to survive you have to destroy them survive and get the hell out of here <laughs> 
Yeah, I no, I agree with that. And then going back real quick with Dom's part when when he's at the stake, I guess you want to call it when he's getting sacrificed. You hear the beast at first. You see, you see like the trees moving kind of like this, and then like the beast is coming in, but you don't see the beast. You see Gale, which is his wife, and that's all he sees. And they're like talking, and she's holding his face, and then it goes back what he's really saying you see the beast is like holding his face holding yeah and the beast the eyes are like right here by like right here the beast was big as shit though it was huge so then the beast (laughs) carries them off and its eyes glow like its eyes glow i will say this about the beast the look of the beast i wasn't that impressed by it just seemed weird it looked like a big moose yeah and just i kind of here's two things i'll say one, I wish if they would have showed the beast, if they would have just showed like the eyes, like how they showed the eyes and the hands on his face, and then that's it. And then it kind of goes away with him carrying it, but you don't really see it. I would have been fine with that. Or if they didn't show the beast at all. If they just showed the vision of what the beast makes you think you're seeing. It's like the vision of him thinking he's seeing his wife. Because like, and I understand, you know, with the whole rituals and stuff, a beast is supposed to look whatever, however the way the beast is supposed to look, but I just felt like they could have did it better with the look of the beast. Even though most of the time you see in the beast, it's dark, and like the, even the outline of the beast stands up, it's all dark and stuff. I just did not like the look of the beast from the beast. I was, it, was, it, was, it was very CGI'd, right? Um, like the thing we saw was just like a giant CGI thing. I thought it looked pretty cool. Uh, it was, it's unfortunate that it kind of, you know, there wasn't a way to do this with a practical effect. Cause I think conceptually, like what this thing is, it's very cool. Oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. It, it really, it really reminded me of something like out of like, uh, like, like Princess Mononoke or something, you know, like one of these weird kind of animes. Um, this we'll, we'll get into like at the end, like what this thing is based on in uh, sort of um i guess the norse mythology but yeah i thought conceptually i thought it was really cool but it's yeah it's just a giant cgi moose thing with this weird face with with hands <laughs> um but yeah it was kind of cool it's like to get we do get a payoff in this we get a payoff of what this thing is because there's been so much mystery and before we kind of like that scene where the it comes at the tent and it takes the guy away we do see it for a split second but we don't really see it and earlier we see just the hands moving behind a tree mm-hmm. so we do get the payoff but you know it would be nice if they could have put if had more budget to like really create something that that uh could visually i don't know suffice for what the buildup was I, I agree with you one million percent, but what I will say, even though I didn't like the, the look of the beast so much, the story I thought was excellent. The story was really good. The buildup was really good. Like the whole movie was good. You know, things I didn't, like I said, I didn't like the beast, and I did not like the way it ended. That bothered the me. The ending's interesting, yeah. <laughs> ending was just, I'm just like, what the? <laughs> Why? Like you yeah. had a good movie, and you end it like that. Why? Why, 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 why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the ending the ending's interesting. Uh I mean I, I, I like that they, you know, because again, this is this film is really it's about like Luke and his transformation and his ability to sort of get over the fact that he didn't help his 
he didn't help his friend and he just sort of just let him die. And this whole thing is sort of like a way for him to, um, I don't know, sort of expunge himself of that sort of fear. Um, but yeah, because it's kind of hard because it's like, you know, could he have killed the thing? Could he kill the beast? You know, was that another way that he could have gotten out of it? I'm not really sure. I'm not, uh, maybe that would have been better, right? I'm not even mad the way he escaped. I'm mad at like the last 30 second yeah. movie. The way he escaped, like him getting out, that didn't bother me whatsoever. That's that's fine. That's cool. But I'm just like, you know what, fucking people, I'm just going to tell you what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Let's just talk about it. <laughs> You know he 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 escapes. He he gets out. He which I do like how he does fight because remember he grabs the axe. We skip that part. He grabs a gun before he leaves the cabin. He shoots. He shoots one of the um, pagan people, mm-hmm. and he points his gun. Points the shotgun. I, think it was shot, I don't know my guns very well. But he points the gun at the other guy that's in there, the other pagan, and, the, and he had like a little axe, and he drops the axe. He picks up the axe. He keeps the axe with him. He shoots the beast once, I believe. Yeah. And then, um, you know, later on when they get in the woods, the part where the beast is about to kill him, or no, he, the, the beast has him, and then it drops him, and he, like, bows down to the beast, picks up the axe. Yeah, it, it forces him to bow to it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he picks up the axe, he slices it, gets a good chunk out of it, cut out of it, hurts it, and then he runs, which I think he should have just hacked it a couple times. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then he runs, and he just runs and runs and runs, and he runs out the forest. The beast doesn't come out of the forest. Yeah. And once he gets out of the forest, he turns and looks in the forest and is just yelling back and pretty much back. He's screaming. screaming. Yeah. Ah, ah. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> and like, I mean, I get it for like, you know, a couple seconds. I get it. And then you go on with your, with whatever. Yeah. He does this. And then the credits roll. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Get him at the very least, you know how like when these crazy things happen, you couldn't get him at the very least, like going back home, being back, sure, home, mm-hmm. being up, even if it showed like a minute of it, just him being back home, kind of just maybe going through the pictures that they took earlier, just kind of going through the pictures and just like kind of upset about it, you know meeting I mean? with the wife or something, Gail. If oh yeah, to tell her about it. Mm-hmm. I would even say going through the pictures and then maybe this now this may have been I may be asking for too much, but this may have been cool kind of. It's when they're going through the pictures is if you've seen the eyes of the beast when he's going through the pictures. <laughs> Just the eyes, because they're taking yeah. selfies. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's like behind them he sees the eyes. Yeah. That would be creepy. Yeah. That would have been but just the way it ended was so disappointing. I mean, it's very <laughs> abrupt. And the for me. This is now when we get into the ratings, which is going to come very soon because I know you have another obligation. Um, what was I going to say? That's going to hurt the ratings for me because, like, story I love the story, the story was good, the story was fun, and I'm more of like a slasher, but I'm starting to get into more of the kind of slow burns. But, uh, story I thought was really good, the acting I thought was really good, and just like the bond and all that stuff. It's, it made you seem like it was realistic as far as the friendship bond and all that other stuff. But then when you get to the, the way of the beast, that hurt it for me. And um, like I said, the way it ended, just the last, was like 30 seconds to a minute, the way it ended, just with him, when he got out of the woods yelling, that's what bothered me. And with that, I'm ready to give some ratings. 
I usually try to, I just, I think I told you from the last episode, I try to do it like from a negative 10 to a positive 10 and have like a fun rating to it. I cannot think, what was that thing called again? <laughs> like the, the creature? No, no, not, did, did the creature have a name? Not officially, no. No one ever says. All right, no, the thing that was in the cabin, upstairs in the cabin. Oh, you mean the effigy? How many effigies would you give this movie? How many effigies would I give this movie? A positive ten. Um, I think this is definitely a positive for me. I think it, it's like it's like six and a half effigies out of ten for me. It's funny you say that, man. Because I'm giving, I was thinking, I was thinking between a six and a seven. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? A six and a half, <clears throat> fine with this movie. This movie would have easily, maybe not easily. This movie would have been a seven to a between a seven and an eight, probably a seven and a half, if it wasn't for Look of the Beast for me, and then. The um, the way it ended, just like that, really, yeah, it threw me off. And if they were just change that, even if they didn't say what I said, as far as like him going through the pictures and they see the beast eyes and he's talking to the wife or whatever, they didn't even have to do that. Just show him home, or just when he runs out of the woods, let it go off. That would have been better. <laughs> that would have been better than ah, ah, ah. I'm like, all right, man, come on now, fucking go home before something gets you. I know, yeah. <laughs> the ending is—it's abrupt and it's a little—it's a little cringy, a little weird. I didn't really mind that much because I did—I did like the concept just of like this thing can't leave the forest; that's its domain. Mm-hmm. I did like that, but yeah, what he did after was was a little bit weird. It, it, you know, it—it's it, like I don't know. He's just trying to have a release. It's like, yeah, I lived, I survived, I made it. You know, yeah. so that was like kind of the whole point. I mean, because I see, I think of different things. I mean. I, I'm a horror fan, as as are you, and I'm thinking sequels. And the reason why, I, the only reason I'm thinking this, I'm only gonna go. I'm not gonna go too too far into this, but because I'm thinking of like, say he goes back home, he tells people what happened. Some people have heard about these woods before. That ends up making it a tourist attraction. People end up mm-hmm. part two or whatever. People go there, which I mean, it would ruin it. But I'm just saying, like, or just or if the movie ends where he leaves, he tells the story, right? And then you see others going in. Or maybe through the whole movie, he's telling the story to somebody, but you don't know he's telling the story until the end of the movie. He's like telling you know everything that happened. You don't know he's telling the story, like I said, until the end of the oh, movie. Oh, sure, yeah. And then you, and then it shows the woods at the end of the movie, and you, you see people going through the woods. Like they're about to take the shortcut, basically, like another group. Either they're about to take the shortcut or they're going in there because they want to go in there because of the whole ritual thing. They don't believe it. or they believe it. Yeah. Some people, like, they want to find Blair Witch, basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which, it's funny you mentioned that movie because I have yet to see that. I am planning on watching okay. very, very soon. And I'm I'm mad at myself for not watching that. Like, I'm thinking about it. Like, that movie would have had so much more of an effect. On, if it scared me or not when it came out, I would have probably respected, loved, and appreciated that movie a lot more than I will now. Just because of the time frame that it came out and like now it's going to be different. I think I'll still like it. I do think I'll still enjoy it. I'm supposed to be doing a podcast on that Tuesday night, actually. But I just feel like me not watching it when it came out, it's got, you get a different effect. Totally. That was a movie of its time. Uh, it was groundbreaking. Uh, it was totally groundbreaking. And I, I like, I have no idea why I never watched it. I have no idea. You know how like there's certain things you just don't watch or you don't listen to, and it's like, fuck it, I don't like this. <laughs> like I'm not listening to it for whatever reason. You have your, I have no clue to why I didn't watch it. Like why it just drew zero interest. 
And now I wish it did back then, but I'm going to be watching it probably, what's today, Saturday? Probably Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably Tuesday, actually. I got a show for it. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, although overall, I did enjoy this movie, man. We're definitely going to do this again. I also want to get you on my other podcast, Popcorn and Pints. And like I was telling you earlier in the show, next Saturday night, 9 o'clock my time, which will be 6 your time. I don't know if you're free or not, but we're doing um Batman from 89. And it's going to be live. So we're going to all goes well. We're going to be going live through our Facebook group on the Z network. And then our, I made a Twitch for our Z network channel as well. A Twitch channel for Z network. So on, on that and then on Twitch. And then once it's all said and done, I'm going to download the episode and upload it onto YouTube. So, yeah, I love Batman 89. That's a really great movie. I loved Batman as a kid. And that was like the first Batman movie I ever saw. So. <laughs> here, man. Same here. And that's. I'm gonna end this real quick, and then I'll talk to you for a couple minutes. Again, I know you got to get going soon, but uh, go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Plug your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. So, um, you can find my podcast and all my YouTube channels. So, uh, just look up Deep Focus Cinema Podcast, and you can find uh all the stuff I do there. So yeah, I talk about. So again, like the last month, I've been uh, doing some podcasts. Uh, on a lot of horror films. So we did Pan's Labyrinth that we did Bram Stoker's Dracula. We talked about Possessor. Um, so yeah, I've been, I, I did some, some horror films. Uh, I do sci-fi films. So I have a one coming up next Saturday. We're going to talk about Interstellar. So that'll be exciting and coming out tomorrow. So tomorrow I'm going to start. I just completed a new list uh, of my top 100 films and me and my co-host Lucian, we're going to, we're going to both go over our top 100 films. This will just be like part one. It'll be like, well, we're going to do like basically 10 parts in 10 film increments. So you get to see the first part tomorrow. That's awesome. man. Now, do you guys record live or do you pre-record? We do record live. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, guys, go check him out. Awesome. Awesome guest. Awesome guy. I know he, did. I know he knows his shit. <laughs> oh, it's fun. And in case anybody was wondering, because I asked him earlier, he's black. Yes, I am black, totally black. A lot of people think, oh, is he mixed or is he, you know, I don't know. I've 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 heard everything, right? Like I'm, oh, are you Middle Eastern? Are you Moroccan? Are you Jordanian? It's like, ah, I'm just a black guy. <laughs> See, now, so it's funny you say that because I, if people are asking me, I'm like, yep. Like, it's- sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but the problem too is like, then people will come up to me and they'll like speak Arabic or something, and I'm like, I don't speak Arabic. Sorry. It's like, oh, you, so you understand it, but you don't speak it. It's like, no, I'm, I'm an American. I'm- I don't understand it. I don't speak it. <laughs> I wasn't taught. Sorry, I wasn't taught it. I don't speak it. I'm sorry. I wish I did. I'd love to be able to communicate you with you in your language, but. Can't. No, I'm not. I'm not Moroccan or whatever you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let people know he's, he's black people. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. I'll start pointing out people's races as the shows go on, which I usually have some jokes about them anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, definitely go check him out. And then as far as my listeners and all that stuff, go check him out. And then as far as where I'm at, find me Facebook group, Facebook page, Horror with Thirst 30, and the group. Feel free to share anything and everything horror-related, anything everything horror-related in the Facebook Horror with Search 30 group. The Facebook page is more so for you guys. That's where I post all my YouTube videos and all that good stuff. 
anything to do with horror research stories is going to be posted on there. It's easy for you to find things like when I'm updating stuff new, which I mean, there's no cons for a while. So, but again, yeah. I'm do all my updates and everything horror research story. I posted in there. I do post in the group as well, as far as not my podcast anymore, but as far as like random videos I do, I post that in both, but I might move that to the page as well. I'm not hundred percent sure yet. Um, also the Z network, which I'm still working on and building with me and my awesome friends and team behind next to me, not behind me, but next to me, the Z network, you can see, you'll see horror research already on the Z network. You will not hear the audio of horror research already on the Z network podcast though. You will hear that. The only thing on the Z network podcast audio will be Z network podcast exclusives, like, um, the Statesman series and popcorn and pints. Those two shows, Popcorn and Pints, is another movie slash show review. So it's going to be fun. Like I said, next weekend we're doing Batman. Well, by the time this comes out, because this isn't going to be out by next weekend. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like, we're gonna, we're doing Batman next weekend, and we're going to be doing it live. And um, we we did a Nicolas Cage thingy, which I'm not happy about. I'm not proud of, but I had to do it. <laughs> with that one, like I said, it's gonna be all it's gonna be non-horror movies and non-horror shows. So pretty much the opposite of my podcast. There's gonna be swearing and all that good stuff, just like this show. It's gonna be fun. Um, there's a bunch of other horror shows on the network. There's there's the Z Network just has a bunch of stuff. Right now you can follow us on Facebook. There's a Facebook group called the Z Network. There's a Facebook page called the Z Alpha Network. So you can go give that a like, give the group a join. And we have a YouTube channel called the Z Network as well. So go give that, go check that out. And there's going to be some fun content on there from, again, there's horror and other types of content on there, different variations of content, funny content, great content, which is going to keep you guys enthused and just going. So definitely check out the Z Network. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And as always, I'll see you in your nightmares. All right, let me just find that stop.